Mayo Clinic studies show that they have biopsied like 200 patients with sinus cavities and showed that all those patients had bacteria and viruses and yeast essentially in those cavities. Welcome to the Your Longevity Blueprint Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Gray. My number one goal with the show is to help you discover your personalized plan to build your dream health and live a longer, happier, truly healthier life. No surprise, today you get to hear again from Thomas Pennell and myself. This is finally part four of a four-part series. Some of the top questions I receive hormones aside are always regarding supplements, and so I wanted to take lots of time to dive into them. In today's final conclusion of this four-part series, we're going to cover Prostatrol Forte, Seasonal Assist, Selenium, Sinus Support, SBIgG, Strontium, Thyroid Support, Turmeric, and Virus Support. Let's finish this up. Moving right along, staying in peas here, let's talk about Prostatrol Forte. We've talked a lot about women's health on this podcast. It's not as much about men's health, but this product is a product for men's health, to be clear. So tell me why men should take this product. Yeah, so unfortunately, as we age, and you can speak on this way better than I can, right? That's how we start a lot of conversations when we talk about hormones is, unfortunately, as we age, dot, 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 right? Um, things can get a little out of whack. And there's some other factors that can influence that. But especially for men, what can happen is the, the hormone that we love, testosterone, can start shuttling off into different directions and will aromatize using an enzyme, aromatase testosterone into estrogens, which is something that we need. We need to do that, but we don't want to do that too much, right? Because guys, what that can do to us is it can lower libido, can lead to gynecomastia, can do all these things that we don't necessarily want within men. And then it can also, through a, something called, or a different enzyme, it can turn into something called 5-DHT through an enzyme called 5-alpha reductase. And that enzyme, when it converts into 5-DHT, 5-DHT is potentially up to seven times more androgenic than testosterone by itself, which can cause prostate issues, which is why we're talking about this product named Prostrol Forte. Because prostate issues, it can increase, and I know there's genetic factors that are associated with this as well, but it increases male pattern baldness, um, can lead to men will oftentimes grow thicker beards as a result. So there are some kind of pros and cons, I guess, depending on which way you want to look at it. But what we want is for you know healthy males, we want to keep that testosterone as testosterone as best as we can. And what this product is meant to do is affect those two enzymes that I talked about, 5-alpha reductase and aromatase, and help keep things, push things more towards the testosterone and prevent them from going other directions. Because ultimately, as we age, that's going to help keep things, quote unquote, normal, if you want to think about it that way. Right, because if testosterone converts to estrogen and or DHT, right, it can impact prostate health, right? So when you have an enlarged prostate and then you're urinating all the time, whatnot, it can actually impact sexual function too. Yeah. So yes, we want to, I like how you explain that kind of keep testosterone as testosterone and limit yeah. it converting downstream to estrogen or to DHT. So this product has saw palmetto, which blocks the conversion to DHT. That's a 5-alpha reductase inhibitor. It has stinging nettles. It has pygium. It's kind of, kind of similar to hair and nail support for women. Sure. And then it has some, some overlap with the herbs there. Um, but those are the main, I would say, the main ingredients. So a lot of males who have an enlarged prostate, who are urinating too often, who have elevated PSA levels, they will take this and it can be very effective. And zinc too. Zinc can actually act it, and keep things uh, closer to testosterone as well. Yeah. I think it has zinc and copper and selenium. Yeah, a lot of nutrients yeah. you need for yeah. proper yeah. prostate function. 
All the more reason to make sure that we're taking a good quality multivitamin <laughs> like mitochondrial <laughs> complex as we age. Just make sure we got those micronutrients because your body wants to keep those hormones as those hormones. We just got to give it the tools to do so. Cover those bases. Okay. Q. I didn't have any cell phones down for Q. I know quercetin is one of those, but that's in seasonal assist, which I'm about to get to. <laughs> and immune um, support and yeah. you know, all sorts of it. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and also R. Do you have any supplements under R that I'm forgetting? When I hear when I hear R, I think reacted magnesium yeah, and reacted reactive yeah. minerals. We got yeah. resveratrol uh, as the ortho Ooh. label. Yeah, yeah, that's antioxidant support. Talk about that one. Yeah, so resveratrol. Um, I forget which your we guys call. Name. I know this is confusing to the listeners, but we've renamed some of these products, so we call that antioxidant support. So yes, please. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there. antioxidant support, which also is something we'd start with an R, but antioxidant support. What that is, is it's a blend of the most potent, something called NRF2 activators. And NRF2 can be kind of a complicated conversation on the actual mechanism and how it works. But basically, NRF2 is this component inside of our cells that when these phytonutrients, so these raw materials that are in this product hit your cells, they send signals down to NRF2 within the cell that eventually reach the nucleus that tells the nucleus to unwind a little bit make some uh, mRNA, send it out to our cells, and then create proteins. And these proteins are involved with, and enzymes as well, but these enzymes and proteins are involved with increasing antioxidant production within the body. And so as a way to stimulate endogenous glutathione production, but then also these antioxidants act as free radical scavengers themselves. So I know that was a lot. Basically what they do is you put these phytonutrients in your body, they hit your cells, and they tell your cells to basically act like little factories to make more antioxidants while also cleaning up stuff by themselves. And so if we're worried about oxidative stress, like I talked about before, drinking, smoking, unfortunately, a little bit of caffeine, talk about high exercise, diabetes, prolonged sun exposure. I named six. I could probably name another half a dozen more. <laughs> um, if we're doing anything that increases oxidative stress, even just overactive immune system will do that too. But if we're doing anything that increases oxidative stress, this is a great add-on. And where do we get a lot of this? Mitochondrial complex as well. So this basically is turmeric, broccoli seed extract, transresveratrol, and then andrographis, just for the listeners. So slight, I mean, similar overlap, but slightly different too. I had to look that up. I cannot, I can't always remember all these supplements. We have so many. <laughs> we have a lot of supplements, Dr. Gray. <laughs> all right, let's move on to seasonal assist. This is a great blend. It's a very popular product and it has some ingredients we've already talked about today, but um, we use this for allergies. So a lot of patients, we kind of just passed allergy season here, although some patients have allergies year long, um, but here in Iowa, we're, we're now late summer, but and that'll be fall by the time this launches. But a lot of signs and symptoms of allergies are things like fever and headaches and swelling of your nasal passages, tenderness, tenderness of the sinuses, nasal congestion, even bad breath at times. And so a lot of individuals, including yourself, oh, yeah. <laughs> who has some allergies, I've said have this before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> taken some medications, things like over-the-counter antihistamines, even anti-inflammatories. Some patients need decongestants and steroids. And these interventions, right, that conventional medicine can offer us do offer some relief, but they don't always correct the underlying root cause of the problem. This product, however, can correct that underlying cause of the problem. So tell me the ingredients in this, this product and why this is so powerful. Yeah. And oftentimes with those OTC things, it's not even a, a case that they don't address root cause, but sometimes they just don't work. Mm -hmm. right? And have side effects. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've got allergies pretty bad. Dr. Gray knows that I talk about it all the time, but <laughs> um, I've got pretty bad allergies. And I can even tell you from personal experience, those OTC medications, 
it almost feels like it depends on the day which one works the best. And I know that for me, it's Claritin, Loratadine that works the best and the other ones don't really touch it. And even then, it's not a perfect scenario. And it's the same for most of the listeners. If you guys have allergies, you know this, you've gone through the trial periods and you know some years it seems like one doesn't work and one does, right? So what this product is meant to do is in our body, we have these cells called mast cells. And mast cells line things like our respiratory tract and line portions of our GI tract. They're found within sensitive areas of our body. And what they do is they're waiting for these little pollen molecules to be grabbed by our body and brought to these cells. The body just does this, which is really not cool, in my opinion. But the body grabs this pollen and brings it to these cells. And these cells are like little water balloons. But instead of a fun backyard party, what we're doing with these water balloons is they're full of junk. They're full of pro-inflammatory molecules. And one of these, there's over 30 plus molecules in these mast cells. But one of these molecules, one of these compounds is histamine. And so when these pollen molecules get brought to the mast cells, they break open. It's like a little needle came along and just pop. These water balloons just burst open. What happens is they dump their junk into your system. And then we have histamine floating around. That hits a histamine receptor and it triggers those, we call them clinical manifestations where things are actually presenting. But that's when you wake up and you're like, oh my God, my eyes are bloodshot and I've got stuffy nose and everything's all irritated and I don't feel good. That's that pathophysiology. And so what this product does is that I don't like saying our products have main ingredients, but kind of the main ingredient in this product is quercetin. And so quercetin, where we see it as an antioxidant, but also an anti-inflammatory, comes in and it's actually a mast cell stabilizer. And so what that means for the listeners is it actually prevents that needle from hitting the water balloon. The mast cell is still there, but it kind of takes the needle away. So it doesn't explode. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So we don't get histamine. Instead of dealing with histamine receptors, and this is why sometimes they work, don't work, but instead of dealing with the receptors and just kind of hoping, right, that the histamine just is caught in time and it doesn't hit enough cells and there's not a problem, that we're preventing histamine from being released in the first place. And then in addition to that, we have anti-inflammatories in this product. So we're going to have things like bromelain, which is also an anti-inflammatory, stinging nettles leaf, also anti-inflammatory. And then we're also going to include some things to act as, act as mucolytics. And so bromelain comes back. That's an enzyme from pineapples. What it does is it actually goes after protein bonds in mucus, which lowers their viscosity. So if you ever get mucus, I know it's kind of gross, but you get mucus stuck in your sinuses and it doesn't want to go anywhere. That's no fun, very uncomfortable. Or N-acetylcysteine also in this product. In addition to being a really good antioxidant to help our immune system, it also is able to break up something called disulfide bonds in mucus, which lowers the viscosity. So two different mechanisms happening to lower the viscosity of mucus, which means mucus is going to clear out easier. It makes it thinner yeah, when you're saying like, like viscosity and just for the yeah, listeners. So what he's yeah. saying is that it will thin out. <laughs> it's it's yeah. kind of gross, but it means it's, <laughs> we're basically taking it from maple syrup yeah. to water. I know yeah. that's kind of gross, but we're taking it from that thick gloopy stuff that just is not fun. I don't even like talking about it, right? But we're, we're able to break it down. So when we actually go to blow our nose, it comes out like water. It's much, much, much easier, much, much, much runnier, which is a good thing because it's going to yep, help you breathe clear. Yeah. yeah, and, and keep those sinuses clean. So th this is just such an important product. And I love that analogy. So just remember this product, Seasonal Assist, Yes, it's going to thin your secretions. It's going to break down the bonds in the thick mucus, right? But it's stabilizing the mast cell so the mast cell doesn't explode. If the mast cell doesn't explode, it's not going to release histamine, so you're not going to have a need for antihistamines. It's not going to release leukotrienes, so you don't have a need for Singular. It's not going to release, hopefully, inflammatory mediators, so you don't need 
anti-inflammatories, right? So if we can prevent the mast cell from exploding, we're theoretically preventing that whole allergenic cascade from happening. If anybody's wondering, if you're saying, man, I got allergies, just like this Thomas guy, and I'm, I'm wondering if this product <laughs> actually works. <laughs> um, we make 180 products. This is our number two best-selling product. We yep. sell more dehis than we sell 170-ish other products. It, it really, it's very effective for your allergies. Very effective. But for it to work, you do have to load up. You need to get levels of quercetin high enough in your blood that it is going to actually act to stabilize the mast cells. So the loading dose, so if you know, you know your allergy season is starting, you got to take the loading dose, which is two, three times a day for a week, which sounds like a lot. But many of my patients get by then from a maintenance standpoint on just one or two per day. And if the pollen count's really high and you're really struggling, you could take more, but most patients get by taking one or two per day. And then eventually they're able to wean off some of their other allergy medications. So, you just got to load up. Yeah. And that's a good point. You can take this simultaneously. You can take it at the same time that you're taking other medications, right? So you can keep doing your Claritin, keep doing your Allegra, but then add on seasonal assist, get that loading dose under control, and then kind of do maybe in every other day, every few days on the on the OTC to the point where your allergies are effectively managed and we've just transitioned to a, a healthier and a more natural option. Let's follow up on that with the next product in the S's, which is sinus support. So sinus yeah. support is also very important. Now, should you have allergies that then develop into a sinus infection, this product is amazing. And so the way that I was at least trained on this product, we'll see if I can remember this, is that it has a four-pronged <laughs> four approach for our health. So we've already talked about the benefits of N-acetylcysteine several times here, right? So this product also has N-acetylcysteine, which is that natural mucolytic, kind of like mucinex to thin your secretion so you can more easily get them out. It also has turmeric, which is a an an natural anti-inflammatory, kind of like ibuprofen to open up your airways. Has berberine and thyme, which are natural antifungal herbs that are going to hit fungus in the nasal passages because there was like 1998, was that the year? Mayo, uh, Clinic, Mayo Clinic study, yeah. Mayo Clinic study showed that they had, they had biopsied like 200 patients with chronic sinusitis, sinus cavities, and showed that all those patients had bacteria and viruses and yeast essentially in those, those cavities. Those patients, those 200 plus qualified for surgery. That's what the, that's what the next They're step so was. bad. Sure. Yes. It was 90 plus percent had fungal secretions, positive fungal secretions within their sinus cavities, who otherwise were, were due for surgery. That was the next step for them. And I'm and good. I would I say who the uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm good for two of these a year, sinus. Sinus, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so most yeah. patients, if you're listening and you've had a sinus infection, you're treated with antibiotics. And sometimes that's appropriate, but sometimes it's not. And so again, based on that landmark Mayo Clinic study, this product was created to say, hey, let's also address that yeast, that fungus component. So this has some herbs that act as natural antifungals, and it has some herbal immune boosters, things like Lutherococcus, which is Siberian ginseng, and Andrographis. But this dose, this is a product that you wouldn't take year round. You take this as needed for sinus infection and the dose is three per day. I've had patients take more, but I usually say you can take it for about a week, right? Obviously, yeah. if symptoms are progressing, you may need further treatment with drugs, <laughs> but many of my patients can avoid use of drugs when they're on the seasonal cyst and or the sinus support. So what else, what did I miss on that? Did I get that right? That was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Occasionally I will load up on this one. I'll, I'll even do three capsules, sometimes three times a day. Just to get some really additional support, to. you can kind of shotgun it. It's very helpful. Patients tend to love this. I will say, just since we're on the topic of sinus infections, we also yeah. carry um, a silver nasal spray here. So mm -hmm. silver itself, I think I forgot to put on the list. We just have so many supplements with antibacterial, <laughs> antifungal, <laughs> antiviral. It can be used in almost any orifice in the body, including up your sinuses. So you can certainly spray silver into those passages also to help treat a sinus infection. I'm going to go 
back for a second. I guess selenium should have alphabetically come before sinus support, but I wanted to piggyback that product after seasonal assist. So let's talk about selenium real quick, Mm -hmm. just individually. And then it's also part of um, a thyroid support complex that we have too. What do we use selenium for? We use selenium for quite a few different things. It's involved in some, some pretty complex processes that involve glutathione recycling within the body as a way to support kind of indirectly, but also very much directly, the conversion of thyroid hormones within the body. So turning our T4 into T3, our T3, but not our T3. Converting T4 into T3, which is going to be essentially, if you want to think about it, if people are like, what are you talking about? T3 is is active thyroid hormone. That's the thyroid hormone that goes around and hits our cells and tells our cells to do thyroid-related things, which is Mm -hmm. essentially metabolism. Yeah. Right. So you can speak way more on that than I can because I'm sure you see hundreds of these patients, you know, every single month. But yeah, selenium is involved in the process of converting the T4 to T3 and also recycling our glutathione within our body. It's super, super, super important. Great for immune function. And it also, well, along that note, I think that's partially why it helps reduce thyroid antibodies as well. So Isabella Wentz talks a lot about the importance of selenium for thyroid health, like you were just mentioning, for the conversion, right, of T4 to T3, but also for reducing thyroid peroxidase antibodies. So if you have autoimmune thyroid disease and you've had those checked and they're elevated, selenium could be very helpful to lower those. And those are those TPO antibodies if you guys are thinking about your lab test. Exactly. Before we get to the T's for the thyroid support complex, I do want to spend a little bit of time on SBIGG, which is one of my other favorite products that I do take every single day. So... Thomas, explain to us why this product is just so important. Yeah, we love this one, especially being here in Iowa. Shout out to Brian Kaufman and his team over at Intera Health and ProLiant Biologics that are making this for us. But this raw material, what it is, is in a very interesting way is that cows, talking about cattle here, are, have the ability to, when they interact with different microbes and different organisms within their environment, their immune system starts creating these things called immunoglobulins. And so these immunoglobulins are able to, because we want them to do this, are able to bind to specific components and remove them from our body. So what we're talking about with SBIGG is we're talking specifically about one type of immunoglobulin called IgG. And IgG, when we send it through our GI tract, when we consume it orally, what happens is it stays in our GI tract and finds little microbes and little components of these nasty bacteria that have died or have released into our system binds to them. So it's able to physically latch on and vice versa. They latch on to the IgG and vice versa. And essentially what happens is, is it washes them out. You literally flush them out of your system. What you're probably saying, why is this important? Is that there's 80%-ish, I've heard numbers 70 to 80% of our own immune system is housed in our gut. And what am I talking about when I'm talking about our immune system? I'm talking about things like dendritic cells and macrophages. We call these antigen presenting cells. What these are, I kind of described it as a little kelp in the ocean, is that our GI tract is essentially an interface with the outside world. And what we want is we want these dendritic cells sitting there and grabbing on and sensing the information. They want to go out and they want to test things to say, are you, are you our friend or are you a problem? And if they grab onto something in our gut that is a problem, what they're going to do is alert the immune system. And the immune system is going to have a reaction to that and then it is going to increase inflammation. And so if we have GI issues, if we have inflammatory issues, if we have those elsewhere, if we have immune or inflammatory issues elsewhere in the body, where this starts, where this begins, is it begins in our GI tract. And so what SBIGG does is it binds to all the stuff that the dendritic cells and macrophages are looking for. And I'm talking about mostly the bad things, in fact, entirely the bad things. And it binds to these quote-unquote bad things, and it prevents our own immune system from even interacting with them. 
The analogy I've used uh, hundreds of times, <laughs> I think you know where I'm going with this, is let's say that we weren't recording a podcast and I came over to your office and I set up a volleyball net, right? Which I think we have planned for our next staff meeting. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like if I brought a volleyball net over and I gave you a golf ball and I said, Dr. Gray, throw that golf ball as hard as you can, right? Through the volleyball net. But you are grab negative bacteria. And that golf ball is some sort of cellular component like lipopolysaccharide, LPS, that you're going to throw at me. And as the immune cell, I'm on the other side of our gut cell wall. That's what the volleyball net is. The volleyball net is our gut cell wall. I'm on the other side waiting to get information. And so if you take that golf ball and you just throw it as hard as you can and you hit me, I'm going to have an inflamed reaction. It's going to get through the net. It's going to hit me. I'm going to be upset. I'm going to have an inflamed reaction. And then I, in this scenario, I'm going to alert other immune cells that Dr. Gray is throwing golf balls and we need to do something about it. <laughs> so what SBIGG does is it's like before you throw that golf ball, I bring up a giant beach ball and I take glue or I take duct tape or something and I just wrap it all the way around that. And now we have this much, much, much larger thing that I'm asking you to fit through this little volleyball net. And I say, OK, Dr. Gray, go ahead, throw that beach ball at me. What's going to happen? It's not going to get through, right? It's just not going to get through. So that volleyball net's our gut cell. When that SBIGG, that beach ball is present and it sticks to that golf ball, that golf ball can't hit me. I'm protected. So what SBIGG does is it shields our body. It yep. shields our immune system from golf balls, if you want to think about it that way. Yeah, well, that's great. Yes. So I tell patients, well, A, they can take this daily just to help support their immune system. B, if they get sick, like have a virus or whatnot, this is going to reduce the duration of that. Yeah. But C, if we're intentionally killing off pathogens, like let's say we put patients on our bacteria yeast cleanse, yeah. right? As we're killing off bacteria and yeast, whatnot, those are going to emit shrapnel particles, whatnot, right? That can interact with our immune system and which we don't want to have happen. So the SBIGG is going to bind all that stuff. So the way I describe this to patients is more of a, a pathogen binder per se. Yeah. So that we can literally poop out the pathogens, their byproducts, whatnot, right? So that those don't interact with our immune system, which is why this is so important for autoimmune diseases. Every patient with an autoimmune disease, even if it's Hashimoto, should be taking SBIGG. It's just an awesome product. I haven't had anyone ever react to it. It comes in a powder or a capsule. I, if you have a beef allergy, it comes from beef, you shouldn't take it. But other than that, I see really no, no other caution or concern um, with taking it. Um, we give it to kids even. I've seen a lot of children with eczema, various rashes just clear up taking this. Because again, it's lessening any sort of stress on the immune system. It's binding yeah. gunk so we can excrete that gunk. So it's very helpful. I, I really like this product. And the cool thing about SBIGG coming from that company is it is a serum-derived immunoglobulin product, which means that it does not come from dairy. This is a dairy-free, and it's actually the highest concentration of immunoglobulins gram per gram that you can put into a dietary supplement. It's a very high concentration of IgGs, completely removing any potential triggers because normally these IgGs are coming from milk sources. They're coming from something called colostrum. So if you've heard of colostrum, this is essentially what this is, but it's a lot more because it's dairy-free and has a much higher concentration. It's a cool, fantastic raw material. And I fantastic. believe it has been well studied in at least 40 human clinical trials. At least, yeah. I believe yeah. there's 44 yeah. human clinical trials now for a wide array of patient types. Wide array. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So we love this product. For years, I think for gut health patients just knew, oh, you know, take probiotics, take some glutamine. And there's just so much more we can do now. And this is just yeah. another layer I think is really important. Now this we is can... one where I've probably heard, if I was to say the most life-changing stories from individuals who have had 10 plus loose bloody stools a day and able to resolve uh, that by taking SBIGG, those patients, yeah, that, 
it's not fun. If you're listening and that's you, this is something that's super benign, super safe to take. Um, it stays in the lumen, does not absorb, does not interact with any medication, does not interact with anything else. It's a very safe thing to try. Absolutely. Wonderful. Okay, now we can move on to thyroid complex, which does have some selenium that we were just talking about. It does have some N-acetylcysteine, which we were just talking about. And then it also has some herbs. So I'm trying to remember what specifically is in this. I believe it's ashwagandha. Ashwagandha, Google resin, complete turmeric matrix, which is our turmeric extract. Yeah, well, I mean, we were. I literally wanted to go on to turmeric next. So maybe let's just stop for a moment and talk about why this turmeric is so different and complete. And then we'll talk about why it can help the thyroid and the other ingredients in here too. And so just for the listeners also, our turmeric product is called Complete Turmeric Complex. So we're kind of talking about the thyroid complex here, but also the Complete Turmeric Complex. So let's go turmeric for a second. Yep. We'll talk about turmeric and then we'll loop it back and I'll I'll kind of connect the dots a little bit. But you guys, if if you're listening to this and you take supplements, you've probably heard of turmeric to some capacity. If you've been in the supplement world, you're definitely familiar with turmeric. The reason we love turmeric is curcuminoids, those compounds that are found within turmeric, are some of the most potent natural anti-inflammatories that we can have in our body. The problem is, is that our body does not like curcuminoids. It does not like to absorb them. It does not like to have them in our body. It metabolizes them very, very, very quickly, and then they flush out of our system relatively fast. And so there's been a lot of companies that have tried to bypass this problem by adding on different things to those complexes or to like, those turmeric extracts. Like black pepper. I mean, you can just be blunt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we will. Yeah, we will. That can name, I can name all. We got micelles, phospholipids, nanoparticles. Yeah, I mean, we can make a long, long, long list. Uh, nanoparticles I've seen even for some turmeric products. Black pepper is a huge one. What these are doing is I essentially call these, quote unquote, bioavailability enhancers is that these companies hypothetically are thinking that if we can attach something or wrap it in something or put something else with it to basically get it in and force it in to shove it into our body, that it's going to be in a higher amount and therefore we're going to see better outcomes. Black pepper, what that does, if people are curious, is it actually can open up our tight junctions a little bit, which is counterintuitive to what we just talked about. It can actually slow down something called cytochrome P450, which is an enzyme responsible for detoxification in your liver. So it basically tries to get as much black, or not black pepper, but it tries to get as much turmeric into our system and then slow down the body's ability to metabolize it. But it also affects everything else. Everything else that's going to get in your system and all the other stuff your body has to detoxify is going to be affected by that. The main point of this, and what I'm getting at, is that all of this is hypothetical. That if we're going to put turmeric into a liposome or put turmeric into a nanoparticle or to put it into a micelle or whatever, pick your favorite. (laughs) is that it's hypothetical, assuming that if we get it in, it's going to work better. But there's over 8,000 peer-reviewed published studies in PubMed and CBI with curcumin in the title. I've read all of them. No, I'm just kidding. But there's a lot of them. (laughs) And there are currently zero. There's not one that shows an increase in clinical trials and clinical outcomes with real-life patients. What they're testing primarily is if we give them these technologies, do they get more curcumin? Yes but it does not lead to a benefit within the body. It does not mean that if you have an inflammatory condition, that it's going to increase your anti-inflammatory capacity. And so that's a long explanation, long background. But what ours is, is it's the complete matrix is what we call it. And so it's everything that nature gave us for that root. And so that root, that tumor root has fats. It has proteins. It has those oils as part of that fats. Yep. It has over 230 compounds that are naturally found in that root that we want to include in this product, because if you look at the way that turmeric interacts with our body, it interacts with those same dendritic cells that we just talked about. 
to reduce inflammation. Does curcumin get into our system and have some benefit within the body? Absolutely. But where we see majority of the anti-inflammatory capacity is by interacting with our own GI tract. I said that there's no studies that showed improved clinical outcomes, as you guys can imagine, drumroll, right? Um, is that our product does have human clinical data that supports that when we use this in real life patients, one of my favorites is with rheumatoid arthritis patients, reducing rheumatoid factor, it reduces erythrocyte sedimentation rate. Yep, C-reactive protein. These are all inflammatory markers that we look at for patients with rheumatoid arthritis. And so when we can reduce those, we're reducing it. We're actively and effectively reducing inflammation. So what you're saying is that for all these years, because I was kind of like shock and awe when you guys explained this to me years ago, but like what you're saying is so for all these years, it was hypothesized that by putting turmeric with black pepper or in this, I can't say these other versions, right, essentially, supposedly we were increasing absorption of turmeric. And while you could measure that that was happening, it wasn't actually reducing inflammation in the body. But by using the full turmeric complex, then not just, you know, how do you say it? Do you say curcuminoids? Am I saying that right? Not just the most popular part of turmeric and not putting it with black pepper, but using the proteins, the oils, all these other natural compounds in the plant. What that's essentially doing, yeah, we're not increasing absorption. We want the turmeric to stay in the gut since that's where the majority of our immune system is that you just mentioned. And by keeping the turmeric in the gut, we actually are reducing systemic inflammation. We actually are seeing CRP and sedrite. These markers reduce. Just mind-blowing for me because that's kind of contrary to what I had thought in years past. And a lot of people have too. It's, It's something that we've been trying to fix for a while. I know Dr. Tom Williams, who's our former VP of Science, this has apparently been a big gripe of his for a while is that there's no data to support the use of any of those. We've, we have not used black pepper. We've used high concentration turmeric. We've had, you know, 95, 98% turmeric products before. Yeah, but we have not added black pepper or any other technology because the, the data does not support it. Well, I will tell you that my patients like this product. They absolutely feel like, oh my gosh, I ache less. Like this is actually working for menstrual cramps, for joint pain. Like It's even great for brain health. Yes. This is an awesome turmeric product. So complete turmeric complex, it is. So and and term this this exact turmeric you know ingredient is found in the thyroid support complex. So let's go back to that. So thyroid support complex has turmeric, and then it also has let's speak to ashwagandha and the gogol resin. Yeah. So ashwagandha also acts as an adaptogen, which I believe we talked about. It seems like hours ago now. We opened the podcast <laughs> yeah, we, with ashwagandha. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. Ashwagandha is a fantastic adaptogen, and because we, you know, without getting too deep down the rabbit hole again, you can't talk about your th- uh, thyroid pathways, your HPT axis, without talking about your HPA axis. And we're talking about adrenal health uh, simultaneously here, because cortisol in different amounts and different pathways will affect the body's ability to convert T4 to T3. And they can actually increase conversion rates from T3 to RT3, which is inactive thyroid hormone. And so if our cortisol is out of whack, what's going to happen is our thyroid hormones are going to suffer as a result. And so ashwagandha is in there as an adaptogen. Google resin slows down conversion rates from T3 to RT3. And then the rest of that product, what we're trying to do is actually provide some hepatic support, provide some liver support. And the reason is, and you can speak more on this too, is that Our body does a lot of that conversion, most people don't realize this, of T4 to T3. A lot of that is dictated by the liver or happens directly at the site of the liver. It's not happening in your thyroid gland itself. It's actually happening elsewhere in your body. Yep. This is an awesome product. I will also say just ashwagandha alone, I've done some just trials on myself where when I take ashwagandha and I'll check my free T3 like with it in my body or without and 
I think ashwagandha really can raise thyroid function about 20%. That's kind of what I'm seeing in my patients and even in my own levels. So just that ingredient alone, but this is a great synergistic blend. So love that product. Okay. We're coming to a close here. We've talked about a lot of products. <laughs> so many, we're losing track. But I, yeah. I want to end with virus support because this is also a product we've talked about in past episodes in more detail. But briefly just mention why this product. I keep saying, why is this product important? Why is this product important? They're all important. But this one specifically, when we're faced with immune challenges, is also very helpful. So let's kind of wrap up the show with virus support. We made it. <laughs> we don't have anything Z. Um, we could talk about Z-Binder. Z-Binder. What we did, we talked about EnviroBind, yeah. There we go, yeah. So so virus support. What we're talking about here is we're talking about something, and I'm not talking about any specific viruses because I don't want to, but we're not talking about any specific viruses, but we're talking about virus support. We're talking about when we get challenged by something, what can we take? Hey, I got sick. We all know what this feels like. We've been sick since we were kids, right? My mom used to rub the Vicks Vapo Rub and she had her remedies and there's all sorts of stuff we did as kids, right? But we all know what it feels like to get sick. Is that your sinuses start to hurt, you get a headache, your ears hurt, maybe your throat starts to feel a little bit scratchy, you're tired for no reason, right? You know that something is happening. So what we want to do with virus support is get some immediate and acute support on board right now so we can help mitigate and eliminate future challenges or that challenge that's happening right in that moment. And so what we have here, elderberry, which a lot of people are probably really familiar with, elderberry, echinacea, astragalus are kind of the main herbal raw materials that we're talking about. And then we have really high doses of things like zinc, vitamin A, which our body needs in the short term in order, this is not a long-term product, but our body needs those in the short term to be able to basically go after viruses, to actually get our immune cells acting right and actually go after viruses directly. And so what these herbs do, the elderberry, the echinacea, astragalus, is they actually stimulate production of our own CD4 and CD8 cells. The same cells we talked about with mitochondrial complex, this product basically gives our, our, our immune system a kick in the butt and says, hey, let's go. We get, we're at 80% right now, just kind of hanging out. We need to be at 125%, at least for the next week, to make sure that whatever viruses are being created in our body, our immune system is just going after them, just waging war and getting after them. So how do we take this product? So what we want to do is we want to load this up immediately. Like the second you start feeling like this is a great thing to order today and have it in your medicine cabinet and just keep it on you because you never know when you're going to get sick. But this is a great thing that the second we start experiencing symptoms, two capsules every hour for six hours. I know it sounds like a lot, but we want to set a timer on your phone, right? If you go to bed and you start doing it at night because like, I don't feel good, just continue in the morning. You don't have to wake up throughout the night. But (laughs) I have been asked that before, but what you want to do is you want to just start taking two capsules every hour for six hours, and then you are good. We want to use this as something to basically, again, kick our immune system in the butt and say, hey, we got to go. We got to go now because there's a problem and we want to load up on these things and let them do their job. Yay. Yes. And I tell patients, we even have little blister packs of this. So as you're getting sick, you know, if you want to just start with a little blister pack, take a couple every hour. And you can pair this with the immune support product, with more vitamin D, with silver, right, sinus support, whatever you need. I mean, we really can help um, just strategize with patients what they need when they feel like they're coming down with something. So as you heard, there's a wealth of um, benefits from supplements. And so I have to thank you, Thomas, for coming on the show again. Once well, once again, this probably won't be the last time I ask you <laughs> to come on the show. This is I'm a very... To my, uh, I'm trying to keep my record as the most interviewed guest. So I think yeah, so. You're, <laughs> we'll you're going to be hard to beat, yeah. So for the listeners, this is such a long recording. I'm sure I'm going to space this likely into three episodes because we have over three hours worth of information here. But we, I didn't want to skip over anything either. You know, I wanted to go 
through supplements A to Z. So thank you again, Thomas, for coming on and bearing with me. You're always so much fun to talk to and you have great analogies. So this was awesome. Thank (laughs) you so much. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Had a great time. I know that was a lot of information, and I sincerely thank Thomas for his time over three hours recording with me. Now you have this to return to as a reference, which for the most part was alphabetical. I hope you found this very useful, and as always, check out the links in the show notes to all products mentioned. And remember, use code THANKS10 for 10% off anything mentioned in today's show online at yourlongevityblueprint.com. Be sure to check out my book, Your Longevity Blueprint, and if you aren't much of a reader, you're in luck. You can now take my course online where I walk you through each chapter in the book. Plus, for a limited time, the course is 50% off. Check this offer out at yourlongevityblueprint.com and click the course tab. One of the biggest things you can do to support the show and help us reach more listeners is to subscribe to the show. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I do read all the reviews and would truly love to hear your suggestions for show topics, guests, and for how you're applying what you've learned on the show to create your own longevity blueprint. This podcast is produced by Team Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, wellness is waiting. The information provided in this podcast is educational. No information provided should be considered to be or used as a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult with your personal medical authority.